This week on Practically Christian Podcast, we talk about, is equality equal? Hmm. Love the new beat there, Josh. Great job. Is that what that picture was of his SoundCloud? It was just whatever artwork he put up for it. I thought to myself, when did Josh get an angel? Oh, but then the, it made the sense. No, yeah, I got Archangel. You. Archangel. N- no. I'm Batman. <laughs> and I'm out of funny words okay. to say now. Moving on. Yeah, my bank didn't go real deep on that one. No. Mm-mm. So, as we are looking at this week, and I loved the interaction on Facebook trying to guess um, what the symbols meant as far as the title for this week's episode was. <laughs> um, it is about gender equality. Gender equality. Yes. So, I figured it'd be fun. It was just fun to say. Because... You know, is we're it, male and female. Right. Are we equal on this show? Are you asking? <laughs> sure. No. We're not? No. Not do we have different roles. Mm-hmm. And see, and that is that is in and of itself, that is going to be a next, a, not next week, but like another podcast. Roles? Yeah, because what we're going to look at specifically on this episode... Is equality as far as importance? Just equality. What what does that mean? And then later we'll get into the different nuances of well, equality. Okay, so if we're talking about equal, oh excuse me, talking about equality um, on the show, yeah, I feel pretty good about. I can say whatever I want to say, and <laughs> I mean, but I go. What, I mean, you do more on the show than I do. I mean, like, you get everything together. I do more together. in life than you do. Well, you're not being very equal. <laughs> Can't even. That's all I do is win, win, win. He no did matter not what, mean what, that. What? You're going to get some haters. Say it. Haters going to hate. I just want to participate. Oh, boy. Move on. That is. <laughs> if you guys do hear thunder. In the background. We are recording this, and there's a huge storm going on right now. Um, that we were not aware of. At all, because we were inside our house. Mm-hmm. But as we went to record it, I went, The Uh-oh. thunder rolled. Thunder. Mm-hmm. Feel the thunder. That's not what I was talking about. I was talking about the thunder rolls. Lightning and the thunder. thunder. Nope. Nope. But. Like, and the thunder rolls. And the lightning strikes. Mm-hmm. Another love grows cold. Okay, careful what careful night. what you're saying about Mister GB Garth Brooks. I don't know if we're allowed to say his name. Why would we not be allowed to say his name? I don't know. Isn't he weird about stuff? I don't know. I I don't know. I don't know if Garth Brooks necessarily listens. To well, what the if he does? Then he does. You know, I don't know. So one of the arguments that I hear a lot concerning scripture Mm -hmm. concerning the bible concerning christianity Mm -hmm. 
in, and I know people today think it's a relatively new argument. It is not. Um, it goes back thousands of years. Okay. Is that Christianity mm-hmm. is like, oh, what's the word I want to use? Sexist? Yes. Okay. Specifically, Paul. Just because I've heard people say stuff like that before. And how women are degraded and, mm-hmm. you know, brought down to a lesser level um, than men. And, you know, anywhere. You mean more than rap music puts them down now? First of, first of all, mean, depending on what. Come what, on. Uh, let's not make blanket statements because. Okay. Some of the music I listened to that I didn't realize. When you were growing up. Yes. In the 90s. Yes, I'm that young. Do not not the um, 90s either. <laughs> No, and not all the music, but listening to it now as an adult. Um, oh my gosh, I can't tell you how many songs I've deleted off of iTunes um, that are just awful, like awful. I've never felt awful reading scripture. But anywho, keep going. No, and and I agree. I'm not saying that there aren't more sexist things out there. Mm-hmm. Um, but especially with the rise of the new feminine, not feminine, feminism movement. Do you have a barf sound? A what? You know, like some. No, vomiting. someone forbade me from using the soundboard. <laughs> forbade me. <laughs> um, but definitely with with this new rise of feminism and Blech. and you know, it, it just. There's, There's the thunder. The thunder. Um, it just has brought on an, a whole... And, and again, you know, people present these arguments like they're new arguments, and, and they're not. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, really, let's let's look at it. I mean, is the Bible sexist? I don't think... Is there such thing as gender equality? I think we are all made in the image of God. Well, I don't Way think... Way to steal my first point. I, oh, I don't know what you were going to say. Neither I, do I. At least we're equally on the same part. <laughs> <laughs> um, we're all made in the image of God per scripture. And I do not think we are unequal. I think we are just as... Im- I think you're just as important to God as I am. As the girls and the boys. I mean, boys, we only have one boy. But you know what I mean. But if we're going to look at it, like, again... The argument is, is that scripture beats down women, that, that scripture places man above woman all over the place. So let's look at, like you were just discussing, right there in the creation, mm-hmm. we have God makes Adam and Eve, mm-hmm. and in the image of God, he made them, male and female, he made them. Right. So right out the gate, coming mm-hmm. right out of Genesis, the first book of the Bible, right. we see... Male and female are both made in the image of God. Right. Same image. Right. Same God. One is not made greater than the other. Right. Um, were they made to do different things? Absolutely. And and like I said, we'll get into that later. Mm-hmm. Uh, not in this episode because, I, mean, I don't know, maybe we'll touch on it. But it this isn't a roles-based episode per se. Right. Um, but in the image of God, he created them. Right. Now, as you continue reading in scripture, you constantly see, or what people point out that you constantly see, okay. is, especially by the time we get to the New Testament and Paul's writing, mm-hmm. 
that women are made to be inferior. Okay, and and the first verses that come to mind are some that we discussed at our last core team meeting. <laughs> Verse um, eleven. Mind you, I was the only male in attendance that night. Right. And as the the pastor in a room. <laughs> Full of females, it was not very comfortable to talk about. And not just females, pretty strong-minded, <laughs> solid women. So the verse comes up in First Timothy 2, mm-hmm. um, verse 11, where Eric. Paul goes, I do not permit a woman to teach a man or exercise authority over him. Right. And I've heard this verse from multiple different people. Even in my apologetics class, it's come up. Mm-hmm. Um Women can do anything that men can do. Mm-hmm. And again, at that point, I would disagree um, wholeheartedly. Okay. And we would have to start looking at this from a different point of view. So, so again... Well, I think it needs to be read in context and, I mean, Well, whatever. what is... Let's see. You know, this is a review, so I'm going to call you out on air. So, if you mess up on this, like, it's going to be embarrassing. Um, what was the context? There was a lot going on at the church at the time and women were getting in little groups and kind of, I mean, kind of getting big for their britches and what they knew. But see, just that term right there, Hmm. they were getting big for their, (laughs) they were getting big for their britches. There are people that would take that one term right there and, and turn that into a battle cry. Like, how dare you say a woman is getting big for her britches? Because they were yeah, like I, I I don't care that doesn't bother me. <laughs> I mean, I know it doesn't bother you, but they but, would say, but they would say that you've been brainwashed. No, because I didn't even grow up learn. I didn't know about those scriptures when I was growing up. Um, I mean, I didn't. I mean, I went to church, but I can't say I had lots of <laughs> if any solid leaders um, teaching me theology. Um, at the time, in that situation, um, the women were a little just out of their role. You know, I feel comfortable having theological conversations. Um, there are some women I know that, one, wouldn't feel comfortable, two, have no business having them. Right. They speak from thought, opinion, and feelings. And ladies, I'm only talking about women because I am one. But, I mean, the same goes with men. I know Josh feels like that. Um, in conversations sometimes with men, um, there are men that, I mean, have gone to church and can talk about scripture that I know Josh would very easily be like, yeah, Debbie would eat your face off. And really I'm going to let, again, to look at this as equality goes, I would argue from the standpoint that Christianity has done more Mm -hmm. to prop up women. Right. Um, than anything else in history. Having a firm understanding of scripture, I feel more valued and loved and cared for and sure of who I am now than I ever did before I really understood what scripture said. And that's hearing and knowing those verses that say things that are directed to women. There's well, a, and, to me, there's a freedom that comes with that. And that, that was what I wanted to look at, you know, and I'm going to use, we're, we're going to get into more from what Paul wrote mm-hmm. and, and we'll discuss a little bit more about what Paul's talking about. Let me pause you for one second. 
I think there are situations that men who are immature, and you often say muscles and a mustache, little boys with muscles and a mustache, mm-hmm. um, that don't understand scripture, that don't understand their role, they don't understand how they should be honoring Jesus by honoring that woman, mm-hmm. um, and they cause issues. Oh, absolutely. But like in our marriage, in our relationship with our daughters, um, with scripture that we both live by, I don't feel devalued or less than or anything like that. And again, like if we look at Acts chapter 16, and and this is Paul starting the church at Philippi. Mm-hmm. So he, he's building this core team and in in this core team, what we have is a woman named Lydia, mm-hmm. who was a dealer in purple garments. In other words, she's rich. She's bankrolling the um, whole thing. Purple being a color of royalty, mm-hmm. which means she is like a fashionista. Right. You know, she is doing clothes for the kings. Um, what is that? Coachella? Is that what that is? Okay, I am not 100. I've, I have I've no idea what word, Coachella is. I was about to say, I've heard this word like 19 times in the past two weeks, and I don't know what it is. But, if that has something to do with fashion, Lydia would have been there. Exactly. And and really what we see though is they're doing a woman's Bible study mm-hmm. and that's when Paul actually confronts her. Mm-hmm. That's when Paul goes up to her and he's like, Hey, look, you know, let's dive deeper into what you're saying and and what you're studying. Mm-hmm. The next convert we see is again a female. Mm-hmm. It's a demon possessed little girl. Right. That Paul drives a, a demon out of and then she comes to follow the church. Right. And then if even if you skip into like the Gospels, mm-hmm. you know, Mary Magdalene's a prostitute. Right. And does Jesus condemn her and go, you're just a woman, get beneath me? No, he values her and, and you know, he gives her importance and he speaks highly of her. And this is a woman that now would be called a whore. Right. I mean, like, literally. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like, yeah. you know what I mean? Like, it... it in her even, position now. Right. Yes. Even if she would have turned her life around, I mean, she still would have been known as, you know, a hooker or a whore. Right. And and people would have never let her no. live that down. Um, you know, and again, we see Jesus's mother, you know, as Jesus is dying on the cross mm-hmm. and looks to John, the disciple whom Jesus loved, that, that you only <laughs> read in the book of John. Um, but hey, John, take care of my mother. Right. Mother, take care of your son. Mm-hmm. Like, again, we see this Caring played for. out over and over and over. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's sorry. our daughters. Those are our daughters arguing. Um, and then, you know, again, if we look into. So, so we see church or uh, we see Paul starting these churches and he is gathering women Um when at that time, okay, and, and let's stop and think about this. Yes, the Greeks were a little different. Mm-hmm. Um, women were allowed to own property. Say a little, they were a little more free. Um, they were allowed to own property. They were allowed to have a voice mm-hmm. in, um, in the Democratic Republic. Right. Um, Rome was not the case. In Rome, a woman was property. Mm-hmm. You know, not everywhere in Rome, but, but definitely in, in the vast the majority of the empire. Right. Um, And when you really look at that segment of time, that's all women were, were property. Right. You know, and even going into American history, Mm -hmm. you know, we devalued women far more than than the Bible did. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, 
Women weren't allowed to own land. Women weren't allowed to vote. Women, you know, really had no say. They they basically, that's where we get that saying, barefoot and in the kitchen making babies. Right. And that was pretty much how even here in America until, what, uh, 90 years ago, we valued women. You know, so I sit here and I go, on one hand, I understand that there has been injustice done throughout human history. All across the board, all, all over the However, place. However, on the other hand, what we have seen so far is the Bible propping women up. Right. Going, hey, look, no, like, they're a value. Like, again, going all the way back to Genesis. They were made in the image of God just like men. Mm-hmm. You know, I've heard women say things, literally, church-going women, not our church. But women say, um, I would submit to him if he blah, 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 blah. And I say, well, the Bible says that you should submit. Which a lot of people have a problem with that word, but they don't understand what that scripture means. They don't understand what, they just, again, they don't understand. Right. But you, as my husband, your role, as equally as we are made... Is to love me. Yeah, 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 yeah. But I don't, I don't want to, I don't want to get into roles though. I'm not, but I'm saying, I'm making a point. Woman? (laughs) Well, you cut me off and I don't even want to finish my point. Um, Go ahead. Well, I didn't mean to cut, well, I didn't mean to cut you off on this one. I was like, no, you Um, didn't. Yeah, because like I said, that's going to be a totally different podcast. Mm -hmm. Um, But, but again, and then. Let's look at another letter that Paul wrote, you know, in First Corinthians, Corinthians 11. It's because you cut me off. Really? Mm-hmm. Like, it's stung. All right, First Corinthians 11. Um, where Paul talks about woman is not independent of man, neither is man independent of woman. So, like, they need each other. You know, and, it, uh, well, again, it shows that codependency mm-hmm. of man and woman. Right. So the argument that the world is going to make, the argument that, you know, against Christianity is Christianity is going to force women down. And and men are above women. Right. And I sit here and go, I'm not saying you don't know Christians that act like that, that believe some sort of version of that. Twisted version of that, right. Um, However, I am going to argue from Scripture and and I mean tonight was just a handful of scriptures. Like right. I mean, I mean when you really dig into that, surface. you know, and, and we'll come back to the first Timothy two with women not being allowed to teach or exercise authority over men mm-hmm. um when we go over the roles of men and women. But again, when our identity is tied up in our sex. Mm-hmm. Okay, and let's look at this. I don't know too much about the rest of the world. But let's look at this here in America, mm-hmm. where gender fluidity mm-hmm. is really what is being pushed right now. Right. If you really believe that women are devalued and suppressed and oppressed, why on earth, if you were born with an XY chromosome and you are a male, mm-hmm. why on earth would you want to identify as a female? Mm-hmm. And I know, like, the argument would be, well, because it's not my choice. I was born this way, blah, blah, blah. Um, However, I, again, would argue that 
our identity shouldn't be wrapped up in, am I male or female? Right. Not that we shouldn't. I, I mean, I'll go ahead and tell you. There there are two sexes that is determined right. when you were conceived. Um, but your identity should be found in who you are in Jesus. Right. Not if you're male, female, white, black, orange, whatever. Right. And, and we mm-hmm. can tackle racism on another one, too. Well, as a minority... I mean, I know for a while. Well, I as struggled. a double minority. Well, that's what I, yeah, double minority. That's what I, I mean, I struggled with that for a while until I understood. That doesn't matter. It doesn't matter if I'm, doesn't matter. And, but again, like, we look at this and I go, what we see, and, and like, when I look at my children, I'm like, or our children, what I see is, like, my heart hurts for them. Because I go, you're growing up in a world that wants you to be a woman first. Right. You know, and, and my son, like, if you really look at masculinity mm-hmm. in America today, it is being suppressed. Um, and, and we did the episode on toxic masculinity. And but again, m- masculinity is being suppressed. Well, even even talking about um, equality, like I'm, I'm I'm in a summer camp this week, so I'm working all week just this week um, until the end of July. I mean, I'm sorry, I'm just working this week and then I have another week at the end of July. But. I came home today and like, I really missed the kids and I was thinking about this and you know, they, they, I saw them, they hugged me. I, I have no idea what they did today. I mean, really, I mean, I know what you told me, I know what they told me, but I'm, I missed the day mm-hmm. and I'll miss the rest of the week. And I thought to myself all the years that you went to work and I stayed home and Josh isn't staying home. We're teachers. So we're off for summer. <laughs> Hashtag go teacher life. Thank you for <laughs> clarifying that. But I thought to myself, that must have been what you felt like, but I don't ever think because you're male that that ever really gets thought of what you miss by not being home. Oh, absolutely. And like, it really hurt my heart today thinking, oh my gosh, like he worked. Sometimes you worked double shifts. Sometimes you came home and you immediately went to go do your schoolwork. So, I mean, you were busy 16 hours a day. And as the girls were going to bed just now, I thought to myself, there's so much that he was not here for because he was busy taking care of us financially. And I don't think that's ever really put into account as far as like everyone wants equality, but. But I don't, I would argue, I would argue people don't want equality. They they argue about equality. Yeah. And and that's the guys they do it under. People just want something to argue about. Every... (laughs) Every segment that argues for equality, what they're actually saying is we want to be the dominant segment. Right. You know, so, so again, I get it. Like when, when you look at salaries and Mm -hmm. a man doing the same job as a woman is making more. Yeah. That's an injustice. And we should fight stuff like that. We should fight the injustice, not the male. Right. (laughs) And, and really that's what it turns into. Right. So is equality between genders, something that could actually exist probably not right seeing how i mean we've been going at this whether you're a young earth or a new earth or a old earth we've been going at this for at least a couple thousand years long time and we haven't got it yet right probably won't because really it, it stems from sin in our heart right that's the root of all of it right you know so can equality exist probably not not in in the way that we think it will not in the or way should we, right? Sorry about <laughs> sorry about that. I was choking uh, on air. Um, 
But uh, I didn't know what was happening. But um, it's something. Yeah, we should definitely strive for. Sure. Because again, as a as a Christ follower, as a disciple of Jesus, mm-hmm. the Bible is very clear that in dignity, in respect, in in importance, in any any way you want to look at it like that, man and woman are not independent of each other. Right. We are completely dependent upon each other. And the problem, the core of the problem is, like you said, is sin and lack of understanding of the real gospel. Absolutely. So when you have a sinful heart, which we all do by nature, born into it, and then there's bad theology and doctrine, then you're going to have all these issues because people simply just don't understand. Right, and they don't want to take the time to understand. They just want to jump on. They want something to what complain about. What bandwagon is going on right, right yeah. now? And and yeah, right now it may be, you know, the feminism thing, but tomorrow it could be something else. Who absolutely. Knows? Mm-hmm. So this week I challenge you: really look at equality. Really look at what the word equal means. means. Right. Um, and and really look at your own life and decide. What side of equality are you on? Are you on the side that's trying to pull down the dominant so that you can become the dominant? Or are you on the side going, hey, look, there's an injustice going on and it needs we to need be to fixed. We need to fix it, right. So until next week, we love you. We can't do this without all of your support. Equally. Bye, guys. Should have I said bye, girls, too? Bye, girls. Bye, girls. <laughs>